This is the Taz and Jim Podcast. The guidelines for healthy drinking when it comes to alcohol released by uh, the government last week. CHCH TV was doing some streeter interviews and they found a gem. That's the, the main point here is why are they telling me what I can drink at home? What, can I have uh, two liters of pop? Can I have two liters of pop? Well, what's more healthy? Four beers or two liters of Coca-Cola? Do the math. You can't handle the tooth. It's Taz and Jim, and I think we've tracked down the two-liter pop guy. Dino, is it really you? Yeah, that's me. What a ride you're on here now, bud. Oh, it's crazy. Uh, We're going to need some evidence. Could you uh, give us some of your catchphrases, please? You can't handle the tooth. (laughs) (laughs) What about the two liters of pop? We need to hear the the go-to. Can I have two liters of pop? It's him. It is him. Jim, you got so excited when you saw this video for the first time. Yeah, because you know what? Your reaction was kind of a lot of our reactions, just funnier. So what happened that day? You're in St. Catharines. You get approached by a news guy. What happened? I just got back from my doctor, right? I'm telling my buddy. I said, okay, I've done my doctor appointments. Take me to look in the... Oops, no swearing, right? You can swear. Okay, good. Uh, so I says, uh, take me to fucking uh, liquor store. I need some vodka. He's like, no, Dino. He goes, stick to your beer today. We pull in, and the cameras are there. And I says, uh-oh, what's this? <laughs> now it's my time to shine. <laughs> I says, cameras? This is your oh, shot, Dino. Rock and roll. <laughs> I walk up to the, to the, and they were wrapping up. They were finished. Right? Yeah. And I said to the guy, I says, what's this all about? He goes, then he says something about the guidelines. I didn't even know, right? Yeah. And I says, okay. I says, can I get in on this? <laughs> the guy says, okay. And then all that happened. All that happened. What does your doctor say? How many beers did your doctor say you should be drinking a day? <laughs> he don't know. Well, did you get <laughs> I think he might yeah, I think now. He, he might have a couple suspicions. <laughs> <laughs> It's been pretty crazy, though. Right on. Well, this was your moment. You really stepped up to the plate. How does it feel to get all this attention? Well, it's okay. (laughs) Did you you just fart? Did I fart? Yeah. No, but I could if you'd like. No, we're good. That's all right. You've got to be liking it a little bit. Are you sitting on a leather chair? I heard something there. Did you hear either your beer at the park and a duck just walked by? Or... I heard a little quack. Yeah. <laughs> but you don't tell me you're not enjoying the attention, Dino. Come on, you seem like the life of a party. Well, in the comment sections of everywhere, yeah, I like it's. It, I gotta say, Canadians are f-ing hilarious. What's okay? the What's the best comment you've read? What's the funniest comment you read? Was the Ron Jeremy one? You do okay, have a bit of a young young Ron Jeremy vibe. Yeah, oh no, everybody's, hey, it's Ron Jeremy, oh my God, he's in Hamilton. <laughs> and, uh, it, it, like, believe me, I've been called Ron Jeremy, like I say, since before poutine reached Ontario. <laughs> <laughs> That's how long. Uh, now does does all of you look like ron jeremy or just like from the waist up (laughs) you can't handle the dude oh boy (laughs) 
<laughs> Dino, we're scrolling through, and you've started a, uh, some social media uh, pages here. Two-liter pop guy, if you want to follow him on Twitter. Uh, we were scrolling through your videos, and we saw that your dream is to sing the Canadian National Anthem at yes. a Hamilton Tiger Cats game. Hey, you, want, you, want me, you want me to show you how I'm going to do it? Watch, I'll give you a couple notes so the, the Tiger Cats hear this. You ready? Yeah. This is breaking news, my friends. Oh, Canada. What do you think? Not bad. Not bad. You left us wanting more, <laughs> Dino. <laughs> oh, you can't do that. they got to be at the game. All right. Well, Dino, if we do see you at a Cats game, we're going to buy you a, a, a couple cold beer or two liters of pop. It's up to you, okay? No, no pop for me. <laughs> <laughs> What's next? What's next for Dino, the two-liter pop guy? What are you going to do? I don't f***ing know. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. Do the math. What's your um? What's your station? I'll give you a little call thing, like a thing that you can play. I'll do the you can't handle the two Okay. Uh, okay. Taz and Jim? You got Taz, it, buddy. Taz, T-A-Z, and Jim. Okay, ready? Yep. You're listening to Taz and Jim, and you can't handle the tooth. Rock and roll! Two drinks a week, what's that going to do for you? Can I have two liters of pop? Well, what's more healthy, four beers or two liters of Coca-Cola? Do the math. Uh, I love that at the same time we had this uh, dude on the air. Over on our brother station, 900 CHML, Rick Zamperin was uh, interviewing the Prime Minister of Canada. (laughs) The two two liter pop guy. (laughs) And now uh, the big controversy, and we've had a number of listeners weighing in on this, and most people are on our side. The big question is did the two liter pop guy, AKA Dino, did he fart mid interview on the radio? Devin Peacock, our sports guy, thank you for uh, sticking around. We wanted to get some fresh ears on this thing. Listen carefully, see if you pick anything up. It's been pretty crazy, though. Right on. Well, this was your moment. You really stepped up to the plate. How does it feel to get all this attention? Well, it's okay. (laughs) Did you just just fart? (laughs) Did I fart? Yeah. No, but I could if you'd like. No, we're good. <laughs> no, that's all right. You've got to be we liking it a little bit. Are you sitting on a leather chair? <laughs> <laughs> Did you hear it, Dev? I heard it immediately. I mean, it's hard to miss. <laughs> <laughs> okay, let's isolate that. Well, it's okay. <laughs> it's like he punctuated his statement <laughs> with the flatulence. Is he a trumpet player? <laughs> <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> What else could it be? <sighs> now it could be a could be a chair sliding across the floor yeah, in a school classroom. Leather chair, yeah. leather chair. Sometimes if you're wearing sneakers on on like a hardwood floor, if you move the wrong way, yeah. Sometimes get a little... your palm. Sometimes the skin of your palm, yeah. if you rub it on a table, will make a <laughs> sound. That has the weight of a fart, though. The, the the heft. The heft. Yeah, yeah. The base. Yeah. <laughs> Consensus is everyone thought it was a fart. But just knowing this guy's natural behavior, <laughs> he but, lives fast and loose, you know? <laughs> but there's also, this is, and I kind of agree with this because after uh, he may or may not have farted. Did I fart? Yeah. 
No, but I could if you'd like. <laughs> he offers to brew one up for us. <laughs> <laughs> nice guy. <laughs> so it's not like he really has much shame. Um, so, okay. A number of text messages saying, seems like the type of guy, if he did fart, he'd take full ownership. You know what, though? Full ownership. Did he take full ownership when he was asked how much beers he drank? Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, two beers, four beers, six beers. Yeah. Now, I'm not calling him a liar by any means, because if I'm put on the spot, I'm not being honest, too, in that situation. Also, there's a difference. I mean, there's you can be a responsible farter, like doing it on demand, and then there's just casual, just like letting it rip. I mean, he sounds like a guy... That if you're going to fart and take credit for fart, you do it on purpose. He also kind of comes across as the type of guy who may fart and not realize it. (laughs) (laughs) Sure. (laughs) Did you fart? I don't know. Maybe. (laughs) Who could say? It's in the realm of possibility. It happens all the time. All right. Well, you share your thoughts. What do you guys think? Oh boy, this guy though. Like I, you know what's great though. I think we were the first media people to get a hold of this guy and get an interview with him Exclusive behind the scenes. Aside well, from the hero yeah. Matt Ingram on CHCH Matt Ingram, News, full credit to yeah. Matt Ingram from CHCH because he found this guy initially. And if that video hadn't gone viral, we wouldn't even know about Dino. But uh, you know, he's a he's a Hamilton St. Catharines guy. You've seen him around town. He may or may not have uh, started his career um, in broadcasting as a strip club DJ. I don't know. He was saying something off the the air. Oh, man. But, yeah, it was very – it was nice uh, that we we tracked him down and we got him. You can see uh, the video and listen to the full interview with Dino the two-liter pop guy on our social media accounts. Look for us, Taz and Jim. The Taz and Jim Podcast. You know who doesn't like Rush? I was surprised to find this out yesterday. I was listening to the the Smartless podcast with Jason Bateman and friends. You know? Yep. Uh, they had Bono on. Okay, you too, Bono. You too, Bono. And he made a snide comment about not liking Rush. He compared the Smartless guys, Will Arnett, Sean Hayes, uh, J- Jason Bateman, to... Uh, a power trio. Sure. Said uh, doing a podcast is a lot like being in a band. And I agree with that. And we've made the uh, the comparison before. Jim, we compare ourselves to Hall and Oates all the time. <laughs> yeah, of course. <laughs> it's all about rhythm, you yeah, know, and harmony. You, you got to yeah. find your spots, right? Um, but uh, the guys were like, he's like, you're a, you're a power trio, like the police. And then uh, one of the smartless guys is like, yeah, or Rush. And Bono's like, oh, don't be Rush. Oh, shut the hell up, Bono. He said, don't be Rush. He said, this is one of the things that Edge and I disagree on. So Edge is cool. (laughs) No way that Bono actually doesn't like Rush. That's insane to me. They didn't go deep into it. It was just that one comment. But Uh, I thought it was weird as well. I I wonder what Rush did to U2 or said about U2 back in the 80s to, to cause this this disdain that Bono has carried with him. Is it because they played their instruments so well? Yeah. They're so talented? Don't be Rush. <laughs> their lyrics are incredible. The drumming is out of this world. Well, if... if Eddie's voice is super unique. Yeah. Like, if one random person off the street says, I don't like Rush, I get it, because they, they, it is kind of like a weird band in a certain sense, but if you are a musician yeah. yourself, you've got to appreciate Rush. That blows my mind. Yeah. Me too. There's there's more to the story. Hmm. Maybe if we ever get another chance to talk to Alex Lifeson. 
What did you do? What did you do to Bono, Alex? <laughs> what did he, you say about Irish people? He hasn't forgotten. <laughs> I want to see your peacock, cock, cock. I want to see your peacock, cock, cock. Devin Peacock, our sports guy, is here. Dev, what do you think? Are Dallas Cowboy fans overreacting by smashing their TVs and burning their jerseys after the team's lost to San Fran on the weekend? I don't know why people do that. Of course. I mean, that's one of the... Like, you got to buy a new TV now. Like, that's... <laughs> That's not Dak Prescott's fault. That's your fault. You're pre- you're punishing yourself. Yes. Yeah, I don't really understand it, and, and including like burning the jersey, like you paid good money for it, a jersey especially. I mean, 150 bucks is not out of the realm of possibility when you buy one of these brand new. Well, I remember like all the Cavaliers fans when LeBron left, and they after burned, he won them a championship. After he won them a championship, uh, well, he he won a championship when he came back. You're right. So, yeah, so, yeah, my mistake. But You're right. What he did was he left for Miami. They burned their his jerseys. He comes back and they love him again. Like, come and then on, now guys. they don't have a jersey. Yeah. <laughs> I have a feeling that LeBron. Ron went back to Cleveland and won that championship just to troll all the people who had burnt their jerseys. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> He's like, hey, where are your jerseys, guys? <laughs> and then he oh. makes double the profit because they have to buy them again. Did you see the dude? It must have been like a 65, 70-inch TV. A Dallas fan rips it off the wall, brings it out into his driveway, throws it on the driveway, gets in his truck, and repeatedly runs it over with his car. Hmm. <laughs> That'll teach him. <laughs> he's a fun guy at parties, huh? I'm sure he's... Yeah. Uh, <laughs> no, it's the exact opposite, because when that guy snaps, if you're watching football or any sport with like a, with the one friend who's taking it too seriously and they lose their mind, it gets really awkward yeah. in the Party's room. over. Yeah, <laughs> it's like the tension's there. Yeah, that's it's, it's ridiculous. Like, it's... It's 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 the one of the it's it's dumber than the team actually losing. You shouldn't even be a fan. Just go cheer for the Jaguars or something like that. <laughs> what uh, did you want to say about the Cowboys? So I almost feel like the fans, like uh, someone who's like with the Dallas Cowboys, is really hurting right now because they're in a shame spiral based on their uh, Twitter account. Like the team is taking shots at their own players. So they had a Uh-oh. tweet yesterday where they had a link to their website saying, Dak Prescott gave away the ball twice in a narrow loss to the 49ers in a matchup the Cowboys had a chance to win if they didn't, again, generate self-inflicted wounds. They had another tweet about how Mike McCarthy was going to take the podium following the loss. He was supposed to talk about what a special season it was. Instead, it ended up being anything but. Wow. And so they had a bunch of these types of tweets, like, is Jerry Jones... That's like ESPN. Yes, it's like is Jerry and Jones. And this is the official account. This is the, the official Dallas account Cowboys. of the Dallas Cowboys. So there's a bunch of them. Like there was another tweet that was talking about plays that might be forgotten include Tony Pollard's uh, game-changing injury and a dropped interception by Trayvon Diggs. Wow, like, look at this one. Can the Dallas Cowboys turn it around for the 2023-24 season? All signs pointing to no. <laughs> I'm just joking. <laughs> <laughs> it's almost there though. Yeah, eh? I, I, like, I'm wondering. Faith. Like, does Jerry Jones now have control of the Twitter account? <laughs> He's just in like some massive shame spiral. Like, what's going on here? Tom Brady was on his own podcast, and he got a little uh, salty when he was asked by Jim Gray about whether or not he's going to retire. Do you have any type of a timetable as to what you might want to do regarding your football career? Jim, if I knew what I was going to do, I'd have already done it. Okay? I'm taking it a day at a time. I sense you're antagonized by the question. (laughs) You're scratching. (laughs) I appreciate your asking. Thank you. 
Not antagonized at all. I just live in Florida now, and that's how we talk down here. <laughs> Jim Gray's always the guy. Like he's he he's on the he, he hosts the podcast with Tom Brady. When LeBron went to do the decision, he was the guy that did that. Jim Gray seems to be the guy all the the athletes go to to be their uh, messenger here. Well, I, no answer from Brady. Yeah, I'm sure he's heard the question a thousand times. You'd think they'd have communicated whether he's going to talk about it or not. Yeah, maybe but. talk for like 30 seconds before you, you hit record. Well, I'll tell you something, guys. As a Tampa Bay Buccaneers fan, I have my lighter ready. <laughs> if you go somewhere else, Tom Brady, there's going to be a blaze in Taz's backyard. Thanks, Dev. This is the Taz and Jim Podcast. Yesterday, the Golden Raspberry Award nominees were announced, and uh, they celebrate the worst in film. Riding the Oscars coattails, they always announce them the day before the Oscar noms come out, which is today, this morning, at 8.30, they start announcing the Oscar nominations. We'll keep an eye on that for you a little later in the show, but the uh, Razzie Awards, as they call them, the best or worst... The best of the worst? The best of the worst is this uh, Marilyn Monroe movie that came out. It was on Netflix, Blonde. This one kind of flew under the radar. It was like a big deal before it came out, and then immediately I stopped hearing about it. Yeah, there was a lot of hype, and then it fizzled immediately. (laughs) Anna de Armas, you know her? She was dating Ben Affleck for a while. Hmm. She did not get nominated for Worst Actress, but Blonde was nominated in eight different categories including Worst Picture. Here are your Worst Picture nominees. Blonde, the live-action remake of Pinocchio. That's on Disney+. Plus. Good Morning, which is a film I had to look up here. It stars um, Machine Gun Kelly. <laughs> yeah, okay. And, and his girlfriend, Megan Fox. It's like a romantic comedy. Uh, with yeah. those two in it. Uh, Boy, if, sight unseen, I could tell you that's a terrible movie. The King's Daughter and Morbius, the vampire superhero movie, mm. which, uh, yeah, it didn't do well in the theaters either. I never saw that one. Did you bother? I, I did watch it, and because I was told it was absolutely terrible, I probably enjoyed it more than I should have. I, the, vi- the guy who plays the villain in that movie, he's a British guy. You'd recognize him. Okay. Uh, I think he was on The Crown, and he uh, he did a great job in the movie. I thought the villain was good. Overall, it was very forgettable. Oh, that's, that guy played Doctor Who. Yes, one of the Doctor Whos. Yeah, yeah. You, you get a good British guy in there as a villain, and <laughs> you know it. Evil. Yeah, yeah. The British are great villains now. <laughs> uh, worst actor, Machine Gun Kelly. For good morning, Pete Davidson. He was the voice of Marmaduke, I guess. <laughs> what on what? <laughs> there was a Marmaduke movie okay, in, in, over the past one, year. That one. Tom Hanks for Pinocchio. A rare Razzie for Tom. Well, I not rare. He's been nominated three times really? for two different movies for Pinocchio and Elvis. So oh. this this seems to happen with the big superstars who are uh, Oscar winners. They're they're uh, applauded through their careers, and then all of a sudden, they're considered terrible actors when they start doing too many movies. When it's like they're in their twilight of of the career, and they're saying yes to everything. It happened yeah. to Stallone, Bruce Willis. 
they've all been nominated for Razzie yeah. Awards, right? But you would think, uh, you know, from Tom Hanks' perspective, the live-action Pinocchio a- and Elvis, you'd think it would be a win. Like, those are two big projects. He was pretty cheesy in Elvis. Yeah. The makeup looked bad. Yeah, it was a little unnecessary. Colonel Tom Parker, he was playing Elvis's longtime manager. And compared to how hard Austin Butler was trying in that movie, it did <laughs> seem like Hanks was kind of mailing it in. Yeah, maybe. Hmm. And it's also, I think it's also like the Razzies, they, they like to pile on the big names because it does get attention too, you know? If you're just like crapping on like really bad movies that nobody's ever seen, nobody's going to yeah. pay attention to the Razzies Need at all. Need a little star power yeah. at the Razzies as well. I wonder if Hanks will show up. That's the best. occasionally celebrities do show up to accept the Razzies. Sure. Halle Berry. I don't know if Tom Hanks is one of those guys, but we'll find out. Uh, worst actress. This one's getting attention because this girl's only 12 years old and she's been nominated for worst Aww. actress. Ryan Kira Armstrong from a remake of uh, Firestarter, the Stephen King film. She has been nominated for Worst Actress, and people are saying that a 12-year-old should not be nominated for this sort of thing. It's yeah. just mean. It seems less fun. Like, I don't want to, like, I haven't seen the movie. Maybe she's, t- like, she must be awful, though. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> like, for them to go that low. I, I almost think that, that kid actors should have their own category at the Razzies. Worst kid actor. Because a, a bad kid actor can completely ruin a film. Can I, can I call one out here? Not a film, but a TV show. That Obi-Wan movie, or sorry, TV show on Netflix. That child actor. I'm Princess as bad Leia? as the Razzies people. Yeah, the, the Princess Leia. She was adorable and, you know, she was right. sweet, but it was it was almost too made for TV acting. Like it would have been fine on a children's show yeah. and nobody would have known, but oh, oh boy. I uh I have some buddies in the industry and they have told me that when you're casting a kid, it's make or break. Because they can nail the audition. They can, they can they're either gonna make your movie or they are gonna ruin your movie. And you really appreciate a good kid actor. Like, looking back, even Macaulay Culkin was an incredible actor yeah. at a young age. Haley Joel. Undeniable. Six sense. So good. Seeing dead people. I <laughs> believed he was seeing dead people. <laughs> so the uh, Razzie Awards, the full list of nominees is out there, and they're going to announce the winners on March 11th, the night before the Oscars, which is March 12th. And now, the winner is... Devin Peacock. I want to see you peacock. Taking a look at sports with Devin Peacock, our sports guy. Dev, yesterday you were commenting on the Vancouver Canucks firing Bruce Boudreau, their coach. And I thought you did an okay job, but your reporting on the situation can't (laughs) compare to this woman, one of the anchors of the Fox News affiliate in Washington, D.C. Former Washington Capitals coach Bruce Boudreau has been fired by the Vancouver Can- Canucks. The team announced the change <laughs> Sunday, less than a week after president of hockey operations Jim Rutherford said major surgery was needed to fix the Canucks. <laughs> Rick Tukid was hired as Boudreau's replacement. <laughs> Every word was wrong. Well, she got Jim Rutherford right. Let's give credit where credit's due. What do you think about uh, the Boudreau situation with the Canucks? Well, first off, Boudreau used to uh, work and uh, coach in 
Washington, uh, <laughs> D.C. So that's in that's unforgivable. I mean, that's an NHL city. They should know how to pronounce uh, basic uh, hockey things. As crazy as that sounds, uh, there's also the whole what's coming out now in terms of what the Vancouver Canucks are paying for their head coaching this year, which is over $7 million. They are paying Rick Tockett $2.75 million to be their head coach for the next two and a half years. They're paying Travis Green still $2.75 million. They extended him back in May of 2021 and then fired him six months later. And they're paying Bruce Boudreaux $2 million this season. So you put it all together, they're paying like over $7 million for their head coaching. There are a lot of things wrong in Vancouver, but the coaching for me would be near the bottom of the list. It's all these decisions that the managers are making. Yeah, no wonder they can't afford to uh, build a team around Bo Horvat. <laughs> <laughs> they got no money left. Fire coaches pay Bo Horvat. That's what I say. Let's jump over to Toronto, and your Toronto Maple Leafs had a dominant win over the Islanders last night. Yeah, William Nylander had a four-point night. Uh, he uh, has It's interesting, he was re- reunited with uh, John Tavares, and Nylander's been playing a lot of this season with Austin Matthews, and the Leafs uh, shook things up a little bit uh, last night, put Marner back with Matthews. Matthews also promptly scored when that happened. I think the Leafs are at their best when you split up Matthews and Marner, they clearly love playing together, but uh, uh, Tavares and Nylander have really good chemistry, and so mixing it up at different times does prove beneficial, as it did last night. I believe it's pronounced Nylander. (laughs) (laughs) It might actually be. Yeah, (laughs) we may have been having it around the whole time. (laughs) Thanks, Dev. Former Washington Capitals coach Bruce Boudreaux has been fired by the Vancouver Canucks. The Taz and Jim Podcast. Did you know that Prince Harry's book, Spare, quickly became the fastest-selling nonfiction book of all time, Jim? I did. Sad. (laughs) And Prince Harry is saying that he's got more than enough material to write a second book. Arguable. uh, I'd say he didn't have enough material to write the first book. It really seemed like he was scraping the bottom of the barrel, right? With I'm some gonna, of these. I'm going to put the, the time I got frost nip on my Taja in there. <laughs> it's going to be the most exciting chapter in the book. Oh, man. Well, obviously now uh, these book companies are going to be all over big celebrities to write scandalous memoirs. Of course. And the next big one that is coming out next week, you got Pamela Anderson's new memoir being released. Uh, Some excerpts have been shared with Variety magazine prior to the release, and one of them alleges that Tim Allen... Oh, 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 oh. Is that that a good Tim Allen? I think I know who you're referring to. Yeah, yeah. I'm kind of doing like a mix between Santa Claus and Tim Taylor from Tool Time. Oh, 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 oh. Well, he was both, so... Yeah, it works. Uh, she was for a while on on Home Improvement as oh, yeah. the original uh, Tool Time Girl, right? Loved it. Pamela Anderson says one time Tim Allen exposed his naked body to her on set of Home Improvement. Oh boy, she was twenty three years old at the time. Tim Allen would have been thirty seven. She says in her book Love Pamela on the first day of filming, I walked out of my dressing room. Tim was in the hallway in his robe. He opened his robe and flashed me quickly, 
completely naked underneath. He said it was only fair because he had seen me naked. Now we're even. <laughs> that doesn't sound fair at all. First off, everybody wants to see Pam naked. Nobody wants to see Tim Allen naked. Number one. I laughed uncomfortably, says Pamela Anderson. Oh, man. I mean, it's a he said, she said moment here, but I don't not believe her, that's for sure. Well, Tim Allen is saying the opposite. No, it never happened. I would never do such a thing. He has told huh. multiple media outlets that. He's sticking by his story. I mean, who knows, but... It was a different time. Hmm. You, you thought you could get away with a lot more back then. You didn't realize, uh, you know, that uh, this stuff would come back yeah, to haunt yeah. you decades later. Or like that random hot girl from set was going to be a continuous celebrity for the next 40 <laughs> right. years. <laughs> hey, this no-name actress, no one will ever care what she has to say. Yeah. Check out my tool. Ho, 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 ho. <laughs> <laughs> we got to figure this out. <laughs> I hope not. Yeah. I hope not. Well, listen, maybe he thought it was funny. Maybe he, he thought it was innocent if it if it did happen. Um, and in hindsight, he realizes what a bad idea it is to flash your naked body to a co-worker in the workplace. Like, uh, Al Borland would be so disappointed. That was, a, that was a wholesome man there. Yeah, Al Borland would never do that. I wouldn't, I, I wouldn't believe it. But Tim, maybe. <laughs> the Taz and Jim Podcast. Jim, I thought of you last night at the uh, the Taz house. We were having uh, fajitas for dinner, and I know how much you hate fajitas. <laughs> I I don't I like home fajitas. I don't like it when you're gallivanting around town and say, "Oh, look at me! I got the loudest dish in the restaurant." Yeah, you think it's show-offy to order fajitas at a restaurant. I think it's a little bit. It's like sizzling, the waiter's like going through the the, the crowd. Everyone <laughs> everyone oh. has to smell your dinner yeah, on the way by. Yeah, and all the heads turn, then he's like, oh, plate's hot. Yeah, I know, it's sizzling. Put it down. <laughs> but and then that's good, though. You have it at home, and then you actually, like, you're not paying somebody to not make your food for you. Uh, that's true. It wasn't many more steps for us to make fajitas at home compared to at a restaurant. Truly, like imagine you order a club sandwich and it came out and there was like a couple, just a sh- couple uh, slices of bread, a tomato. You had to cut yourself. Everything separate, and then you had to put it together yourself. Fajitas most overrated. They should be paying you at the restaurant to order fajitas. At least no tip. <laughs> I say they were good though. Mm. Steak. Steak fajitas. Nice. So you will, you do enjoy the taste of a fajita. Yeah. It's just the whole production. Yeah, it doesn't need to. I don't know why you have to put it together yourself. Right. Can't they, can't they fold it up and like put a toothpick in it? Like, why do you have to make it yourself? Yeah. Well, let's go. You can order a wrap. <laughs> then just do that. <laughs> but it's not always the same flavors. Yeah. Because you like, yeah, I don't know. I wonder if you said, hey, can you wrap my fajitas for me and bring them out? How many restaurants would say, sure, we, we can do that for you? They'd, no, they'd say it's, it's against the law. <laughs> we can. <laughs> There's a local bylaw here. Yeah, we've signed an agreement with the Fajita Association of North America. 
<laughs> we are not allowed to wrap your fajitas yeah. for you. If we do that, this whole uh, sizzling fajita dish bowl company is going to go completely out of business because <laughs> it has no other use. Uh, you know those things that got that little clay pot lid on it sometimes? So your fajitas stay warm? <laughs> the tortilla. Or, sorry, yeah, the tortilla. Yeah, yeah, container. I mean, yeah. Well, yeah, and also like the sizzling plate business would be affected totally, as well. Totally, yeah, yeah. Yeah, they may be listening right now thinking, would you two just shut up? <laughs> <laughs> I we work a good at the thing going here. plate factory, <laughs> and you're going to put us out of business if you keep talking. Uh, if you enjoy fajitas, go ahead. I love them.